0: From the cross-country mortgage campus to First Energy Stadium for the annual Orange and Brown practice. I'm Jason Gibbs alongside Andrew Gribble. This is the best podcast available, training camp edition. Kicking off the podcast right now, being joined by Browns rookie linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa and JOK. First day out on the field at First Energy Stadium in front of some fans who who waited out a little bit of rain, a little Lightning, little thunder, and then you guys gave them quite a show here today. Your thoughts uh, on playing in front of the fan base for the first time in 2021 at First Energy Stadium. Yeah.
1: yeah man. All praises to the most high, first and foremost, for you know, allowing us to have an opportunity to get back out there. You know, it's been a, a rough previous year, and, you know, for the fans spe- specifically. Uh, you know, they, they had the opportunity to come out here and watch us practice and things like that, and uh, it was a glorious opportunity to, for us to play in front of them and uh, really just to give it our shot. Um, you know, give it the best we can, and uh, really try to go out there and, and, and work hard. So,
2: yeah, I was wondering, Jeremiah, when was the last time you played in front of a crowd like that? It's had to be, be a while for you as well, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, college, really. <laughs> college, uh, like, yeah. but
2: like a year before,
1: <laughs> they actually, um, the uh, Notre Dame actually had you know good capacity with, with us. Mm-hmm. If you remember the Clemson game, they stormed the field. <laughs> and, so we, we had a, a good little, you know, crowd out there. But, no, definitely, um, as far as a practice, man, never had, you know, uh, uh, it was about 30,000, 40,000 out there. There was a lot of people out there, man. It was kind of loud, too, uh, you know, when they started doing the chants. And, uh, man, it was a good experience. So. All
0: right. So what did you guys do when you get here? I mean, and, and you guys bust over from uh, from the campus, got here, and all of a sudden, here comes this giant thunderstorm and a delay. What were you guys doing back in the locker room,
1: man? We uh, shoot, we were really cracking jokes back there, but no, but now we was uh, getting ready to practice and just having that extra opportunity to just stretch and warm up and things like that. You know, uh, I'm in a separate locker room, and you know, guys was just in there laughing and you know, we were really just having a good time and and taking what, what could be a bad thing for us could you know not being able to practice to. Uh, just taking the, the best out of it. So just controlling control what we control. So,
2: How much does this help kind of break up the monotony of camp and kind of give you guys something to look forward to and maybe uh, provide a little extra juice into a practice?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when you change the environment, you know, it almost can change the mentality a little bit. We try to keep the mentality the same, but, you know, you can't help but to realize, hey, we in the stadium can't help but to realize, hey, you know, it was more fans. So, you know, it was a good experience, good uh, juices flowing, you know, when you had the fans uh, cheering for you and different things like that, you know. It seemed like they only cheered for the offense, really. But, you know, it was cool. <laughs> uh, but, no, it, it was a good experience.
0: All right. We're talking with Jeremiah Wusu koromoa Browns rookie linebacker out of Notre Dame and, and making his impact known here in the, last, uh, in the last week since he was able to take the football field uh, in Berea at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus. Does it get frustrating not being able to tackle? Like there was contact today, but not that hitting and and, and taking to the ground a lot of times when, when you could have come up and, and raft with a player. You mentioned they're cheering the offense, but yeah. really they might be cheering the defense if you could tackle.
1: Yeah, honestly, I mean, we, I mean, I remember a couple of times when we would, you know, tag off on the player and he would keep running to the end zone and the fans is cheer I'm like, well, no, he's down. Oh, <laughs> like, no, that's a set. But no, but, uh, you know, it does kind of change a little bit, you know, it changes kind of the speed in what you play. I know I remember a couple of times where I I fit a gap and, you know, just kind of like, you know, it off a little bit from the running back or it off from the quarterback and things like that. So you have to change a little, you know, you have to change the mentality a little bit in terms of protecting the team. But, um, you know, overall, you know, it, it kind of similar to the same thing, but, you know.
2: Jeremy, I just want to ask you about this week that you just logged here. You got back on the field with the guys on on Monday and now we're here on Sunday. How would you evaluate how your first full week has gone and and how up to speed were you when you finally got out there?
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I I don't know if I was as up to speed as I thought I was, you know, because nothing really compares to those um, in-practice reps. You know, you can walk through, you can study it on a piece of paper, you can study it on the whiteboard. But until you actually get in it, being able to feel the speed, being able to feel the change of direction and things like that, you're never truly caught up. But um, I feel like, you know, after today I am, uh, have met that mark to understand the defense more, to uh, really understand how, uh, you know, things are working out, how to shift, how to do these things um, and how to pick up the motions and things like that. So I definitely got better today. I got better this week, and you know, I'm looking forward to Tuesday.
0: Since this training camp started, what's been the best piece of advice you've gotten from someone, whether it's a coach, whether it's a veteran? Yeah.
1: Um, the best piece of advice, um, I know uh, Coach Coach Kreef, especially as coach, started off with the meeting uh, today uh, with the Bible verse out of Luke, and it was speaking on, to, like, too much is given, you know, much is required. And you kind of just sit back and you kind of like understand that uh, quote or that scripture. And it's like, well, we've been given the opportunity to be out here to play football, to be able to play in front of these fans, to be able to uh, be in a position that we are, you know, getting paid to do what we love. And, you know, much is required of us because we are in our position. You know, it's more discipline is required, um, uh, fa- faster uh, recovery is required, um, being able to understand the schemes are required. It, it's a heightened, everything is heightened. And when you just uh, sit back and look at that, you, you come to appreciate it even more. So I think that was uh, today probably was the best thing I've heard uh, up to date.
2: Now, Jeremiah, this is a team obviously with high expectations, especially on defense with a lot of new faces. I'm just wondering from your perspective, how much have things changed since you got here as a rookie going through rookie minicamp? And now that you're in training camp, how much are you being treated just like you're the same expectations as the veterans out there? Because winning is such a priority this year.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, Coach mentioned it at the end of the practice. You know, we, uh, we are to hunt it now. You know, we, it's almost like we're <laughs> we no longer hunting. We are, we're hunting, but, you know, to the world's view, you know, we're to hunt it. And, you know, everybody's trying to beat the Browns uh, because of, they see the talent that we do have and things like that. But the expectations, man, uh, we, we, we kind of try to uh, put down the expectations in our minds just to be able to uh, kind of focus on, you know, the now when you focus on the expectations, you know what I mean, you, you kind of get caught up in the future, kind of get caught up in uh, what's going to happen when this happens, or you, you kind of react, and we want to be the, the people to uh, kind of stamp or to make others react. Um, so I think, you know, when we talk about expectations, you know, you, you feel them, but you don't really try to uh, take too much into consideration because it can almost put you in a world that, you know, you're not in, but
0: Jeremiah, what was Tony Dungy's message to you? The Hall of Fame coach addressing you guys uh, after practice. What was his message to you?
1: Yeah, that, that's when I when I referred to coach. That's what I, I was talking about. But no, the, uh, Coach Dungy, man, he that, that's that's my guy. Kind of, he was um, always uh, doing our our, um, our broadcast there I Notre Dame, and he would always speak highly of me and things like that. So uh, his message was really that um, to to really understand. Um, the now that we're in, to understand the situations that we're in, to understand what we have as a team. Uh, we have a lot of individual stars. We have a lot of individual players that are really good. But until we come together as a unit, uh, you know, we can never truly be special. And that was really his, um, or you know, his speech and his motto and things like that. So it was, a you know, a great definitely great to have him speak.
2: Jeremiah, now that you're a couple weeks into an NFL training camp, what's the biggest difference between an August in the NFL and an August uh, preparing for a college football season?
1: Man, I, I don't know, man. It's like almost, it's kind of like with college, we was like really getting, you know, really getting to it, really, really, you know. I mean, it's almost like we unconsciously practice uh too hard and we, you know, we didn't really protect the team like that. We was, you know, sometimes hitting in practice and you know and things like that. So it's a little, little change. Almost, you know, we're working hard here, but it's, it's an understanding where uh, we got to protect the team. We understand that it's a time and a place for everything. So it's more smart. It's more more the mind is is almost required at this level because um, it's such a, a proficient level. So now you know having that transition from college to. In the field, you know, you got to understand ways to recover, understand ways to get more into the playbook, and understand ways to connect more with your teammates and things like that. Um, it's still football, you know, it's still the game, it's still referees, it's still fans, but uh, that that piece um, is a little different.
0: Biggest challenge going up against Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb in practice?
1: Uh, well, you know, they got they both got their different styles of, of play. You know, Nick is more of a, a you know, watch out type of player. And, you know, Kareem is also a watch out type of player, but he has, um, you know, his own unique style to him. The biggest challenges are just uh, to make sure you know your personnel, Um, you know, and that's kind of the biggest challenge with everybody is to know who you're going up against. Um, You know, in the pass rush, know who you're going up against and the the, um, the run game, make sure you know who you're going up against. You know, you're not going to go out there and play Derek Henry and try to hit him. You know, a certain way. You know, sort of saying. So you got to know who, who you're going up against. That's the biggest challenge.
2: I know you guys are a month away from the season opener, but there's a preseason game coming up next week. And as a rookie, I mean, even if it's preseason, I imagine it's pretty special. What are the emotions and thinking about going into your first game, a road game? Uh, but but going up against a quarterback, you know, it's pretty well, I guess, in, in Trevor
1: Lawrence. Yeah. Quarterback and running back. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> but um, no, nah, man, it's it's you know, I try to. Treated as as just another game, but you know, in the back of my mind, I know that it's not just another game, you know, it's the first, um, you know, game where I get to put on a a true NFL, you know, jersey and um, truly reality is going to set in. I'm going to be appreciative for it. Um, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm working my butt off and making sure that, you know, I succeed in all of my goals that I want in that game and, uh, you know, play for my team and, and, you know, be a good member. So we'll see, you know, we'll see.
0: We, and we will see. We're looking forward to it on Saturday night down in Jacksonville. I know you got to go. You're not done for the day quite yet. Almost done. <laughs> Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, great job out on the field today. It was great to see you out there. We wish you all the best of luck, continued success, and we look forward to following your journey here as we get closer to the start of the regular season here in the National Football League.
1: Man, appreciate it. Much love.
0: Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa, thank you for the time. We greatly appreciate him. And Andrew Gribble, you know, you take a look at things. uh, This was a great practice for this football team after the weather delay. And, you know, it just, the, the guys did an outstanding job overcoming the weather and overcoming things and really put on a good show for the fans today.
2: Yeah. I mean, I was driving in right as the weather started to change and I was getting a little nervous because I was sitting on the, the exit uh, for a while. There was a lot of traffic. This was a really good crowd uh, that came in today. And, and, you know, it was one of those things where that weather came off the lake in a hurry and all of a sudden we're just kind of sitting there waiting. And then you started to wonder, are they going to get this in? And then all of a sudden the, the, the skies opened up. It, it looks like a great day. And if you watch the highlights from, from this practice, you would have never known that there was a thunderstorm, but I guess as Jeremiah talked about, they got to go through a little bit of a adversity. This is something you might have to experience during the season. The bronze had to experience it last year uh, during that awful stretch of, of weather they had down here as well. So it, it really once they got on the field, it, I don't think it affected anything at all. Uh, maybe they cut out some of the periods that might've had given people opportunities to go to the concession stands, but it made the, the periods they did do, uh, made it pretty interesting. And I I thought we saw a lot of 11-on-11, some good seven-on-seven, even a couple of interesting special teams periods. I thought this was a good day, a productive day, and uh, a, a lot for people like, I think there was probably more offensive highlights than defensive highlights, but the defense certainly had some good periods as well today.
0: Yeah. I mean, it started, you know, with a weather delay, I saw the ref come out and do a lap and that got the crowd fired up. They were looking for anything to fire themselves up today. Kevin Stefanski talked to the, uh, to the fans, and then passed the mic to Baker Mayfield, some nice comments. And I think the, you know, the players just happy to see that many fans back in the building. Remember it was 10 to 12, maybe even 15,000 at the most uh, last season and the and the fans were into it, and they wanted to see some things, and well, Gribbs, biggest takeaway, the running game is still really, really good. Let's be honest.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is something where you really, as, as J.O.K. said, I mean, you can't, it's hard to gauge on what kind of gains that they're getting on plays, but I feel like anytime Nick Chubb touches the ball, it's going for at least five or six with what we're seeing on the practice field, and then I think it's fair to say Kareem Hunt had a legit long touchdown run today. I mean, that was one where the refs did not blow the whistles. Players were chasing him down the sidelines. They couldn't catch him. I think Kareem Hunt's looked outstanding uh, during this camp. And something I've noticed that uh, it may not translate into the season, but the the backup guys, Dearness Johnson and John Kelly, they might not be having the same kind of runs that that Chubb and Hunt are. But I see them getting involved in the pass game a little bit it seemed like the dearness and john kelly both are catching the ball of the backfield with some some screen work and, and things like that and then you throw in the mix of Demetric felton where he's going to be is he going to be a wide receiver is he going to be a running back i mean this is going to be a really good running game and i think it's fair to say that this is what this offensive line does really well uh and it, they're only going to get better than they were last year when they ranked third in the league in rushing, And honestly, they might have been third in the league, but I think they were number one when it came to closing out games with that running attack where Nick Chubb averaged 10 yards of carry in the fourth quarter and you're able to pound the team into submission and, and win games uh, in a clean fashion.
0: What else stood out to you today uh, at First Energy Stadium? Who had a big day? Uh, was there a play? Was there a moment? Was there a position group?
2: I'll I'll go with the position group, and I I think the tight ends had had a really productive day. Harrison Bryant and Njoku both had a couple touchdowns apiece. Uh, I thought the one between Baker to Njoku looked like something we've seen in the regular season before, right down the seam uh, in the middle of the field during a red zone period. The the touchdown catch Harrison Bryant made over Richard LeCount was fantastic. I mean, that's exactly what you want to see from a tall, tight end, uh, snatching it away from, from a safety over top of his head. And you know, Bryant's a guy we haven't talked about too much during training camp, but he, he looked very good today. And I think Njoku, this is his fifth training camp, which is hard to believe with the Browns now. And and this has probably been his best. I think that he's looked very good. And and they were both active in a variety of periods. And it seemed like those are the guys who were getting open the most, whether it be for Baker Mayfield or for Case Keenum out there.
0: On the defensive side of the ball, uh, I felt like Miles – Miles was Miles today. And thank goodness you can't hit the quarterback because Miles was in the backfield uh, quite a bit, but were there any other guys that stood out to you?
2: Well, there's one thing that I've always noticed it's going back to last year too. And that's something that Joe Woods does in scheming up his nickelbacks to get pressure on the quarterback. It seems like he draws one up or two every single time they play and MJ Stewart had a clear shot at the quarterback. They let the play go, and he almost made the tackle downfield as well after making a sack on, on a play. So I thought that was a really good moment for the DBs. And I also thought today with Denzel Ward out for rest, you got a, a full dose of Greg Newsome and Greedy Williams with the first team. I think that's going to be great for evaluation. Uh, I think both had their good moments. Both had times where they got beat as well. I think Newsome at the end uh, was flagged for, for DPI at the end. Uh, in the in the two minute drill period greedy on the wrong end of the of the Rashard Higgins touchdown pass midway through the, the the practice but both have been very solid and and this was really the first time we got a full dose of those guys with the first defense in a, in a practice where there was a lot of team drills
0: yeah I I would agree with that it was nice to see Newsom, and he made some plays and Troy Hill had a few plays. He got he got chipped pretty good. He came in on, on a delay blitz, and Kareem Hunt got him pretty good. And he was down for a minute. There was an anxious moment, and then he was able to get off and, and needed to collect himself on the sideline after getting blocked uh, by Kareem Hunt. But he made some plays on the special team side of things. Um, Scottish Hammer clearly was working on a few things, <laughs> different – different things that he was doing from a punting standpoint, the kickers combined in their little session went seven for eight. Everybody breathed deeply. It's only the scrimmage or orange and brown practice, whatever you'd like to call it. But seven for eight today, special teams look pretty good too.
2: Yeah, it was, it, it was almost like going in the lab with Jamie Gillen. Like, I feel like he was trying something new on every single one of his punts. Some of them worked, some of them didn't, but it was like there was a different kind of spin on all these punts. It was a lot of – they weren't running full speed, but they were, they were trying to pin those guys back, and, and it was a pretty fun thing to watch. And as far as the field goal kicking session went, I mean – uh, McLaughlin like stepped up there with like, I mean, all four of those were just booted through. And I know that, you know, Parkey is obviously clearly the guy that is, is the returning favorite is, has really other than the first day camp has been very strong throughout training camp. And, and you imagine after the, what he did last year, where you'd imagine he's going to be the, in, in great position again to be the guy, but it was almost like every one of McLaughlin's kicks was like 20 yards past where it needed to be. I mean, that was, it was a good session. And uh, in the, other it was, they didn't do dog pound end zone today, but they got it. They got a shot on, on the other side of the field today.
0: All right. Hollywood Higgins walked the red carpet. We got to see that for the first time in 2021, but the, the guys throw on the football Baker Mayfield and case Keenum uh, as well, both with solid days. And we don't talk a lot about Keenum, but he's that steady veteran presence. And today, you know, God forbid something, you know, we're not even going to talk about it, but you have a really good backup quarterback if you need one.
2: Yeah. And I, I mean, I think this gets brought to light when you see what's going on in Indianapolis right now. I, I think that this is a luxury that the Browns have in case Keenum, who is a, a guy that's led the Minnesota Vikings into the playoffs, had a career year with Kevin Stefanski. And, and today was probably the best we've seen him all throughout camp. I mean, I, I thought he looked really good, throwing to a variety of wide receivers. The, the the throw to Higgins was a dime, uh really just had good command of the offense and, and it goes without saying I mean, this guy's such been such a great influence on Baker Mayfield. I think he's your ideal backup quarterback. And when you look at the NFL quarterbacks one through thirty two, Case Keenan is definitely in there. He just happens to be uh, a backup on your team behind Baker Mayfield. And I think that's that's a good 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 situation to have, especially when a team you're competing with to get a playoff spot in Indianapolis is is could be in some trouble here to start
0: the season. Player day off on Monday, P- practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, travel day Friday, and we come to you from Jacksonville on Saturday night at 7 o'clock. Gribble, final thoughts from First Energy Stadium before we go back to the cross country mortgage campus on Tuesday.
2: I mean, today was, gave us a little bit of everything. Gave us Cleveland weather. It gave us a lot of fans here. gave us a nice little sneak preview of what's to come. Gave me a reminder I need to get to the stadium earlier than I did today. Uh, you know, I think it's, it's one of those where this felt the closest thing to what we could experience here in about a month, uh, a little over a month for the first home game. So It's great to see Browns fans. It just reflected what the passion is is like in this city. They navigated. They came down here on the same day that there's a baseball game in the city. So there's a ton of people downtown, both at Progressive Field and here down at the stadium. I mean, it was a great day overall, and I think it's just a sneak preview of what's to come here.
0: No question about it. Looking forward to seeing the upper deck full and seeing this stadium jam-packed and could happen here in the next couple weeks as the first home preseason game against the Giants comes Uh, two weeks from today uh, at one o'clock at first energy stadium. So thanks to Jeff McDaniel for all of his hard work behind the scenes. Also the Browns PR department who is running around trying to get guys for everybody that needs uh, that needs someone to interview before everybody heads back to campus. Thanks to Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa for all his hard work as well. You can watch us anytime, youtube.com slash Browns. Check out all our episodes of the best podcast available. You can also like and subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we encourage you to do so. Log on and search the best podcast available. We are back with you on Thursday, getting ready for Browns and Jaguars and recapping the week that was. For Andrew Gribble, I'm Jason Gibbs. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the best podcast available.